I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Thanks to the leader computers, Australia's largest Australian-owned PC manufacturer based right here in Adelaide. Scott Camparelli gave him the three votes on the weekend. Tom Duday. Dude, good morning to you. Oh, that's very nice of you, Campo. Good morning. Good morning. How are we going? Good, thanks, Tom. You had a good game. You, you, you did well. Bit Thank you. Toby Green action in the second half, though. Yeah. Not blaming you for that. No, no. It is a weird one, because especially, like, um, especially in today's game, you don't play on someone the whole day, usually. Um, so, like, he did. He got a couple on me, a couple, like, one when I was off the bench and one when I wasn't on him, but... Um, you, you sort of finish the game and you're playing on such an elite forward and you go, yeah, I reckon I, I, reckon I went all right today. <laughs> and then I come off and, and I see someone's checking their dream team or their fantasy and he's had a pretty good day. And I was like, yeah, but he did he kick? Yeah, four goals. He kicked four goals, four. <laughs> checking the stats after it and then SEN team of the week and all this sort of stuff. I'm going, I, I played on this bloke and everyone's getting around me and then he's gone team of the week. So obviously I didn't do, <laughs> I didn't do as good as I thought I did. That's the modern defender though. You're chopping exactly. off, you're yeah, taking yeah. Mark, yeah. You're, you're doing other things. Pressing up the ground, leaving him out the back and then uh, hoping that he doesn't get it, in which case he did get it. Um, but no, it was a uh, yeah, it was a good experience because he's someone I played on last year when we played against him, put it, got um, the second half on him and felt pretty confident going into the game and he's a damn good player, someone who just pops up whenever he needs to. So for about a quarter and everything but the five minutes of the first half, it looked like Chris, all of everyone's Christmases had come at once as a Crows fan. What happened at that point that changed the game? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a hard one because um, you can't go into the mindset of, of every individual player, but it, it felt like as a team, we, we it wasn't necessarily complacency, but we shifted away from a little bit of contest Team D stuff and moved into a bit more of that offensive game, which at AFL levels, that's usually when you get killed because you think, ah, we're just, we're just going to keep scoring, we don't have to worry about stopping them, and then that's when they come out of CB three or four in a row, um, same thing in the fourth quarter where they just kick a couple where as defenders we, we didn't get our one-on-ones done the mids didn't get it done in CB forwards couldn't keep it in the forward line and you shift that mindset and uh, teams like GWS who are so good at run and carry out of the back half they've got great users and they've also got good forwards and mids um, they expose you and, and for, unfortunately for us it led to a loss the momentum shift was painful to watch as a fan that third quarter it was like oh and as a defender, though, you must have just been regrouping after a goal and suddenly you're back defending again because they were just getting it straight out of the centre every time. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. We um, we had a couple where we've just got to find a way to get it done. That's what you're down there to, to defend. And there was a couple where the mids let them out, shoulders out, and that's the hardest thing to defend in footy is when they're bursting out of the midfield with the shoulders out and they've got a free free run and can kick it anywhere. But, um, yeah, it switched quickly and, and we've got to be better at stemming that flow and flipping it back to our way. I think the best teams in the world, no matter what sport it is, can, can weather a storm and then turn that into their their advantage. But unfortunately for us, it wasn't meant to be. And um, yeah, It feels day. like the fans are reading so much into it. Like, just the vibe. And oh, spoke. what, a round, round one overreaction? <laughs> yeah, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Port, Porter winning the flag, we're getting the wooden spoon. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, How do you guys keep it in perspective, though? Oh, you just look back at pretty much all the work we've done over the last, well, not just the four months, but previous few years, and you go, well, yeah, it's one game, and, and it didn't go our way, and um, it hurts more because of the conditions and how hot it was and how we were just so up and about for round one. But in the end, there's another, what, 22 weeks and 21 games or whatever they, whatever we play now. But if you put that out of the way and then you start the season again, everyone could get excited. So it's only one game and uh, we look forward to redeeming ourselves this week. Out on the ground, what level of awareness did you have about GWS's diminished numbers? Because they were down to one rotation in the, in the final quarter. 
number of blokes off getting either the concussion tests or ruled out with concussion. Uh, are you aware of that? Did you sort of expect to run over the top of them and were you surprised that you weren't able to? Uh, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we had, um, we knew, oh, I can't remember the bloke's name, did his hammy early, quarter time we Perryman, got told that. Perryman, Perryman. Yep. And then um, we saw a few blokes go down at different times, a um, couple of bumps, a couple of different things. And then in the fourth, there was one stage I went to press up the ground, like screaming at everyone, get up, okay, like get to you, man. And then I looked behind me and Haynes and Green are both in the pocket getting stretched because they were cramping so bad. So we knew that they were fatiguing and we were we were staying up all right. I knew Tyler Brown had come on because he was the sub, but... Um, Unfortunately, that that mentality and that ability to run over him can only do so much. If you're not defending or you don't have the ball, it's pretty hard to run over him. I've got to say, Tom, I like us just having the conversation back on an even keel, just talking about footy, how the game went, how this weekend is going to go. Because I, I felt I felt like I was a bit irritating last week. You know, when we asked all the <laughs> a bit. <laughs> I was going to send you a grovelling text, but then I thought, oh no, he's probably just you know, he's probably just thinking about the weekend. Doesn't want to hear from some. Asshole journo about, you know, pushy questions and... Is this an apology? This is an apology. apologising to you publicly. You can watch me grovelling. No, no, no. You get on the Foodland live stream. I'm I'm, I'm quite brown, but I'm almost going red talking about it. I just felt bad. (laughs) I thought we were leading into a question then and I was just No, there's no question. No, that's that's very kind of you. You can take this as a statement. I'll wait for Wheels next week, I reckon. (laughs) No, yeah. (laughs) He's the hard man. He's bad cop. You're good like that. Would you like to make a statement on the Shane McAdam bump? You've heard everyone, all the arguments about it. No, thank you. You got any They're thoughts? appealing tonight, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut so that I don't get in trouble in that regard. Can we ask you a broader conceptual question mm. about whether the bump is dead in footy? Because we asked Koshy about it yesterday. We asked our listeners about it. Do you think it's something that, setting this case aside, are we at a point now? And, and I mean, you know, you, you know heaps about concussion. You were concussed. You helped my son with his project, his school project about did. concussion. Correct. And he got an A. Oh, so, no thanks huge credit to you, mate. I tried to sabotage Three it. votes last week and an A for your, your uh, personal earning project. But <laughs> is is the bump dead? A coach is going to stop coaching oh, the bump? Yeah, yeah I believe we're, we're approaching that. And obviously, the, the concussion's a big part of it, safety of the players. And uh, the AFL, the way that they've looked at these last couple of incidents, probably are, are trying to stamp that out and, and move just towards, just, just tackle him. Don't, don't try and bump him and lay him out and set the tone. Just tackle him and, and make it clean in that way. And... Um, there's it would have been discussed here this week at Westlake. It's like you, it yeah, yeah, been yeah. Like- it, I, I, we, the interesting one is I, I don't remember. Maybe we did get briefed on it, but I don't remember being told that by the AFL or anyone before the year. So if they were looking to stamp it out, it would have been nice to have to have known it in that regard. But the move, the the changes they've made over the previous what maybe five to ten years, even more potentially, have been to towards player safety, reduce concussion, all that sort of stuff. And I think this is just another step in that direction. You were referenced a bit in this conversation um, Was for, from Crows fans that feel a little bit dudded by the interpretation of, of some elements of how the, the concussion protocol works because the delineating factor between Cozzy Pickett and, and the McAdam bump seems to have been that there was no concussion assessment of Bailey Smith, but there was of Jacob Weir from GWS, which Crows fans say, well, that... That feels like that shouldn't really be the determining factor, especially when sometimes after the fact an assessment gets made about the suitability of people to play. And that's what happened to you, wasn't it? Whereby you weren't assessed in the moment and then the the vision came back and you were forced to sit out a game last week. Last, uh, last year. year, sorry. You had, that, you had that really old one. Um, 
Well, you're fine. Probably not a good thing that I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. maybe that is the concussion toy. Which one was this last you, year? You you got you got, you got assessed. I can't. I'm just trying to piece together the order of events. But I remember that you were fine, and it was one of those ones where it just felt like, what's going on here? Because we were going to do an on-air concussion test where That's we asked right. you things like who directed oh, Pulp yeah. Fiction. And yeah, so yeah, true. <laughs> last year or the year before. Yeah, but there there is a bit of. Um, it's almost like if, it, if it's an obvious bump, you lay down on the ground for a bit. It's yep, straight straight into the concussion mm. protocol. But I'm pretty sure um, old mate got straight up, didn't he? From Bailey yeah, Smith got straight Smith up. Got straight up. That seemed to be the total. Di- that's that was the entire difference. Yeah. They both recessed as fine. Yeah, um, yeah. There's oh, there's obviously a bit of grey area that we need to sort out because what what the worst thing that can happen almost has happened that we've left round one with way less clarity and way more <laughs> confusion about what it looks like in terms of going forward. Hundred yeah, percent. Well which is. Obviously, not the ideal situation after one round. It certainly is not. Yeah. But that's all right. Um, anyways, moving on. Hopefully, we uh, it's going to be not good having Shano. We'd rather have him for three weeks, so hopefully tonight goes well and he's back in the lineup. Richmond Saturday. Going to be a big one. They're a good outfit. Um, they're a little bit different than what they used to be. Everyone, everyone sort of thinks they're huge contest team, stoppage and bully that way, but they're a bit more transition uh, last couple of years and they like to get the game on their terms and roll and go and... Play an exciting brand, so we need to we need to stem that flow and and play our sort of game and do it for four quarters, and then hopefully it leads to a win. But hey, we're back at home, get to play in front of the best fans in the uh, game, and Absolutely. hopefully they get us over the line. Good on you, dude. Good on you, Tom. Thank you, fellas. Back on track. Good to have you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's on an even keel. Yes. You guys, you don't need counselling. Yeah, well, all is good in the world. Nah, right. uh, we're fine. We're all fine. Right, I'm not coming in next week, but we're fine. <laughs> David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.